0: talk talk to them we're just
6: two unapologetically black women with an opinion who talk Talk, back what's up y'all thank you for tuning in for a new episode of we talk back a show dedicated to you dreamers and chasers and everybody else in between It's your co-host aj holiday what's up tam
0: i'd like to dedicate today to the niggas and hoes once again just in case y'all feel left out, we still we still here for y'all. I love still y'all, love y'all. Niggas. I love all of y'all. It's me, Tam Bam, y'all. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, AJ?
6: I'm good, girl. I'm trying to sell this damn heat. It is hot outside. Yeah. My my car be screaming, boy. I be swearing to God, my damn tire is gonna stick on the asphalt. Yeah, it's <laughs> so hot. It's so dumb hot, like.
0: It is braid and lock weather, I swear to God. I've been flat ironing, straightening these edges with a hot cone like almost every day. I know they're going to burn out if I
6: don't make no changes. Girl, I can't even make no changes to my hair right now. I don't know. All the girls that day who be doing their lace fronts and w- wigs and shit, the glues have fucked me up. I have a fucking chemical burn on my forehead. You need to forehead. stop wearing them and let your your this edges burn. No, this is so I don't even have it glued down right now. Okay, but you said not glue it down. Why don't you get you some locks of braids for a little while? I can't because my forehead is burnt right here. Right That's now. why you should get it. Yeah, but when do I like this thing is going to be out for people to see?
0: Fuck people. Let that your skin right heal. Now.
6: I can't do that right now. I have other things to do where I can't just be walking around with a fucking burn on my forehead. But that's what's going on. And I feel like we're under attack. Did did y'all not see uh, Big Clone Tire World this weekend? They putting shit in the damn perms. We've been knowing that. Yeah. What are y'all doing to the wig glues? I have been gluing my wig down for many years. Why all of a sudden a chemical burn? It's probably because your scalp is like, because
0: too much of anything is bad for you. If you drink too much water, you'll drown on the inside, right? So you've been gluing them wigs. No, you really will. Uh, You've been Don't be looking like that. You
6: really will. (laughs) You've been gluing wigs down for a minute. You just need to let your edges like breathe. But I actually don't though. I don't always have my hair glued down. During the week when I'm going to the gym and all that shit, I don't have my hair glued down. The only time I glue my wigs down is if I'm doing something. You know what I'm saying? Other mm-hmm. than that my shit is off at the house. I have on a fucking bonnet or whatever. So I actually went on Google and like went on YouTube and it's a slew of people. It's not just me. Oh, it's so a they new have shit. yes, bitch. They've changed they the put formula and something all in the hair glue. <laughs> it's glue. something. It's something like and it's Ghostbond that I use. Mm-hmm. Like Ghostbond is one of the oldest lay schools, you know, mm-hmm. before Black women start getting more into weaves like this is for two pays. Mm-hmm. This stuff has been out. But I look on the bottle and guess where it's made at? China. Germany. It's, da, the, da, fucking, da. it's the fucking N O T S E E's. <laughs> it's B it's B six thirteen. It's something going on, girl, but What'd you do this? Oh, what we do this weekend? I was about to say, we were together, we hosted uh, Henny and Waffles in Charlotte. It's
0: a huge traveling party. They go around the country having brunch and lots of good music. And we hosted that party, you guys. It was so much fun. We got to talk to some fans, so that was cool. Uh, I took a picture with one girl. She she was behind me on the section. And I was looking back, but I didn't realize what she was doing. Baby Hat was biting my booty. Not for real, but like... (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs> Had her teeth on
0: my ass. <laughs> like, wait a minute. Ma'am. And then what, y'all? One fan came up and was like, hey, I love y'all. I want to say hey to AJ too, but I know she don't like people. I was like, she do like people. Go say hey to her. I promise you she will say hey back. She and does. what I
6: told her, if she, if you listen to girl, I said I like good people. That's what I like. The hell? <laughs> I do like people. <laughs> humans, like sometimes humans get on my goddamn nerves, y'all. you know I'm not human. I'm a whole alien out here. But I do like people. I like good people. And that's what I told her. Girl, why somebody at me on um on Instagram, on a post. It was Doja Cat. People were asking Doja Cat to tell them they love her. Right. Love them. And she, and was, she like, was like, kittens. <laughs> you're my kittens. And she's like, I don't
0: know. You're not my kittens. I don't fucking have kittens.
6: No, she Doja Cat said, I don't know y'all. And somebody added me on there was like, this should sound like AJ. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, what I do, I have a lot of gratitude and I appreciate the supporters of this show. Now to just say, I love everybody. I don't know y'all and some of y'all may hurt me. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I'm not out to hurt anybody, but you just never know people. So, like, how insecure are you in your own life to where somebody like a Doja Cat got to tell you they love them? Like, this person was pressing her. Like, you need to tell your fans you love them. I show gratitude. Much gratitude. Much appreciation. <laughs> and Tam Bam love y'all. Don't worry about that.
0: She She's grateful. I'm grateful, but I do love y'all. But I love everybody. That's just the God in me.
6: Girl, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> let's get into some stupid internet news <laughs> <laughs> What you got going on this week so okay y'all i mentioned it a couple minutes ago but watching they clone tyrone i have literally been waiting for this movie to come out since last year they kept pushing it back last year october is when i saw the first trailer and then it was supposed to come out in december and then in january They said, oh, it's not coming out until July. I'm like, man, what the fuck? And then in the midst of all that, Jamie Foxx disappears. So Mm -hmm. I've been saying they clone Tyrone. I'm like, y'all ain't seen that trailer, this movie that's supposed to come out since last year. Now this nigga missing. Like, what the hell is happening? And now you reappear two weeks before the damn movie comes out. Put a statement out the week before. It could be a marketing ploy. I don't know, but... What do you think about uh, Jamie Foxx's reappearance and I his think, appearance?
0: I think we all getting older. We all getting sick or something because we all going to die. Right? Knock on wood. I'm healthy. Uh, yeah. We all are
6: not getting sick.
0: Well, we we <laughs> all going up out of here one way or another. Choose your words carefully. All right. We all going up out of here one way or another. And Jamie Foxx is like in his 50s. And it sounded like he had, like, maybe a stroke or something or t- some type of illness that,
7: mm-hmm. you
0: know, hit him hard. And it just so happened that the movie was coming out at the same time. I don't think... Because, I mean, he clearly, he, he you know, he released a video thanking people for support and going asking them to watch the movie. And he clearly looks, like, unwell. He doesn't
6: look like yeah, himself. Yeah, So, I mean... So now people are putting like before and after images of Jamie Foxx online. And he looks to me, the the current Jamie Foxx, he looks similar to the old one, but it looks like two different people. Well, if to you me. take a screenshot of me right now and then take a picture <laughs> from me Saturday, you'd be like, they cloned Tammy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, it's a lot of clones on social media. Everybody be super filtered up, child. There's a lot of clones on social media. But Jamie Foxx, men usually don't be with all that shit that we be doing Mm -hmm. with the filters and on top of fucking makeup. I
0: just think it was the lighting. I think he's still trying to heal from whatever. Yeah, because he's light-skinned. Yeah, and... And he lost some weight from
6: whatever is going on. with A him. lot of weight. Yeah, his face, his face, his face even shapes totally different now. Yeah. That's what a lot of people is pointing out, like his hairline and his chin area, even his nose. Well, his hairline ain't never been real, so that shit probably be shifting all the time. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like i be having to draw my brows different every fucking day. Yeah, <laughs> trying to get that hairline the same every day might be a challenge. Right. So mm. I don't know, but I want. I wish all now. the best of yeah.
0: luck. Well, yeah, well, and y'all go watch that movie. It's pretty good. It's interesting. There was some uh, loose ends for me, but overall, I don't want to. I don't want to say it because I don't want to spoil spoil it because it's still just fresh out. I want people to see it see it and form their own opinion. So maybe we can come back in a couple of weeks and talk about it. But there was some like, wait, what you know, moments. Yeah. But for the most part, it was really, really, really good.
6: I enjoyed it. I think it's like a hood classic. I put it like with Friday and shit like that. I have watched it twice now, two and a half times. Mm -hmm. I've watched it. Cause that shit got it. Y'all know i be on my conspiracy shit, which a lot of things are no longer conspiracies, but y'all don't want to agree with me. It is fine. But that movie was disclosure and confirmation on a lot of things. But if you think that these things aren't happening, then, you know, you just think it's entertainment. When I saw this the first time, I was
0: like, I know AJ somewhere rubbing her nipples watching this movie because this is right up her alley.
6: <laughs> <laughs> all the shit. But y'all think it's entertainment.
0: No, no. I think, you know, there's some truth to all, you know, all conspiracies.
6: Just think about how stupid y'all was going during COVID for the damn chicken sandwich at Popeye's. Fighting. I, b- I believe somebody died during that time. And I, I even then, I was saying, man, if they wanted to do something to black people collectively, just put that shit in a chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. A chicken or fish sandwich. Y'all niggas be awesome. Crab leg sauce. That goddamn garlic sauce. Y'all be liking to smother your yeah, goddamn I'd be the first one in. somewhere. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what
6: the fuck they did to my sandwich? Give me another. <laughs> and, and I was just about to say, and eat it again tomorrow. <laughs> Yo. That's wild, man. Let me tell y'all. One thing about me, when everybody doing something, I go the other direction. (laughs) I ain't doing it. I'm going the other way, man. I got to watch and see what happened to y'all motherfuckers first. (laughs) Listen, like, as far as, like, vaccines and medicine, you ain't going to get me. But with the food,
0: you might motherfucking get my ass. (laughs) You might fucking catch me with that one, my boy.
6: Shit, they putting stuff in the food.
0: It's like Baby D. Like, there's a
6: new chicken sandwich out. (laughs) <laughs> when you bite into a cheese squirt in your mouth. Yo, I'm here for it. <laughs> you remember when KFC had those double chicken sandwiches, like yeah. with two chicken breasts, no bread, just the two chicken sandwiches with the meat. I mean, with with the vegetables and stuff in between. Yes, that's why our Americans are fat, right? That is some fat. Who shit? came up with that? And my home girl was ordering that shit every day. Like, ma'am. Are you well, right? because that don't <laughs> even sound appealing, <laughs> yeah, so moving along, go ahead
0: uh over the weekend, jess hilarious and t s medicine had a heated exchange after mm. the comedian uh react to trans women saying sis and not s i s but c i s women don't own womanhood in periods so uh Jess hilarious received some mixed reactions to her comments on the trans women community. Uh, while reacting to a video of what seems to be a transgender woman discussing cis women not having ownership over administration and womanhood, the internet personality. Oh I said administration, administration, yeah. <laughs> the, the government administration. Uh, <laughs> the internet personality sparked a huge online debate and prompted a response from trans activist T.S. Madison. And basically they got into it and um Jess Hilarious begins blasting trans women for what seems to be a rant against naturally born females. The individuals argue that cis women are often transphobic due to the audacity and arrogance they have believing they can gatekeep periods in men, men, menstruation. Men, how you say it? Men?
6: <laughs> menstruation.
0: Periods. Periods. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... This is uh, this is dumb. You know, like, gatekeeping womanhood is like, we birthed y'all. You can never birth us. End the story. That's it. There is, there so, is, it shouldn't be no argument because we birthed you and you can never birth us. And until you can birth us, there's no conversation to be had.
6: Yeah. You know, when we was on 85 South and I even saw some of the comments on that 85 South, YouTube video, because I talked about parthiogenesis, and this is a process, right? Mostly reptilians are known for procreating without the male counterpart, like mm-hmm. the female can't create. If Adam and Eve were the first, if we we talked about that creation story, right? They had three sons. It was Adam, Eve, and Seth. Unless the three sons went back to Eve to make other people, how do we create the whole world from, from a man, it's impossible. Okay. So women are the gods on earth because we do give life. You cannot come in a sock and create a human being. Mm -mm. Okay. But there was a time and I feel like we eat, we might be getting back there because if you haven't noticed the birth rate for men is is just males are going down. Mm -hmm. If y'all haven't looked at the data, it is going down. And then on top of it, especially in the black community, a lot of our men are dying. They're just missing to the prison system or to, to, to death, you know, being murdered and, sh- and shit like that.
0: I mean, it was Boy. Adam and Eve and Adam and, not Adam and Steve for a
6: reason. <laughs> exactly, right? And so we see these things, and if and, and, and it's Christians, right? If you're a Christian and you subscribe to the Bible, we are in Babylon. It's some shit happening right now that's unexplainable, and I stand with Jess Hilarious 1,010%. You can call me whatever you want to call me, because I'm not homophobic. We're just going with the science or and we're going with what makes sense. I'm not homophobic. I'm not transphobic. What makes sense? Men, women come from women. Y'all can't exist without us. So this even go back to, uh, what's his name? Um, Saucy Santana was saying, we the blueprint. We're the prototype. Women are the prototype. Even gay white men they want to act like a black woman when they're gay. Like, that's just what they they naturally just start wanting to act like, right? Did you see that uh, video with Quay? Mm-hmm. Quay's way, Quay way. And he's like some baby mama song. He has this uh, prosthetic belly on. They are making a mockery of black women. Yeah. I feel like. And we should not be okay with this shit. There should be no black woman not standing with Hilaris right now. There should be because no
0: woman, period. Not just black. Woman, Just all women. is definitely under attack. Yeah, it is. And it's like, all right, enough
6: is enough. Like, Mm -hmm. it's okay. Yeah, we can all coexist. Nobody's trying to take anything away from them. But how can you be called a woman, but we got to be called cis women? But y'all can just be a woman. No, I'm just a woman. Cis is an antonym for trans. That's what it is. So cisgendered is heterosexual. We just women. And y'all are trans women. And that's Okay. But I'm not about to hallucinate with you. Like, at what point does the buck stop?
0: My thing is, why are y'all trying to, like, minimize what makes us women to make y'all feel more like a woman? It's not okay. It's misogyny. That's the
6: ego. It's a dick slanging contest because these are still men. Don't nobody even hear from trans men, which are biological women, right? Because they're still women and don't nobody give a fuck about women. Mm -hmm. But you have a bunch of adult males right? Pushing an agenda because this is patriarchy. It's the high. And I keep saying this, this is patriarchy when a man can say, bitch, I'm you. Cause I feel like it, you can't be a woman. And a lot of them still have their male count. They, they still have their male parts. So you're not really even, you haven't really transitioned actually, you know? Well,
0: until I feel like, honestly, even if you, you know, remove your male parts, you still have the, what is it? X, Y, xx i don't know chromosome, yes. yeah so you, you still so have they, mm-hmm. until they find a way to completely change your genetic code i don't know
6: right so let's just stick with the science and just stop because i mean let's just stop altogether i don't i think so there's a lot of women who just want attention from men so bad that they're okay with this happening you know what i'm saying they have a lot of, they have allies from actual women you know maybe it could be because maybe these people have children that are this way or you know adult kids whoever But I'm never gonna be okay with this. I stand for women, natural women. Yeah, me too. I'm not, um, I'm okay with you deciding. If
0: you wake up tomorrow and you feel like a woman inside and you wanna be a woman, that's fine. But don't minimize Mm -hmm. what makes me a woman to make you feel more like a woman. And we're good. The only sis I recognize is SIS. Moving right along.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Period, poo. Yeah, listen, I, you know, people be scared to talk about these things. We've had an episode, uh, what is a woman? Mm -hmm. We did that episode before.
0: People were mad. We got some bad reviews because of that episode. And that's fine. Everybody ain't
6: going to agree. And that's fine. And And it's it's just weird when it's actual women that come for you. Do y'all not see what's happening? This agenda is not for you, ma'am. It's not for you.
0: So, all right, let's move on to some real stupid... More stupid shit. <laughs> the Nigerian man wanted to create a Guinness World Record for the longest time crying, and he went blind temporarily trying <laughs> to cry. Now, I'm just trying to figure out how the fuck you was like, you woke up and you was like, I want to be in the Guinness Book of World Records today. What can I do? Hmm. I'm going to cry for a long ass <laughs> motherfucking time <laughs> and get in the book. That's something wrong with that motherfucker to even want to do that. It's not even a skill. It's not like I cook for a hundred hours or I jog like motherfucking uh, Forrest Gump. This nigga cried. This nigga cannot be
6: trusted. When I cry, I be looking in the mirror and I realize how stupid I look crying, so I stop. <laughs> That dude was looking so crazy crying. I know he had a fucking headache. <laughs> I know his, that's why he went blind. Like right. your head has to hurt. Right. Because you're just forcing tears out of your
0: body because he was forcing that shit. I'm sorry. After some time, okay, you might be crying for real thinking about all your trauma, your stress. But then after, at a, there's a point where it's like, okay, now
6: I'm just forcing. You might got a lot of trauma and stress to help promote those tears. Yes. Do they get paid for Guinness? Like, do you get money for being in Guinness I don't World Records? It's just
0: accolades. I don't think it's any money.
6: Nah, dog. I need to check. <laughs> I'm not about to be crying for a hundred hours. Crying. That's weird. <laughs> 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 He's a maniac. Crazy. I would not. How could you even trust a man like that in a relationship? You like can't. this nigga just. Do- <laughs> He's gonna start crying randomly. I love you so much. I, I cheated because I'm hurt. I
0: miss my, my grandma, y'all. Uh, you remember that? Who said I miss my no. grandma? I don't know who. Card- man, Cardi B, man, when he got caught
6: cheating, he made a oh. phone for that picture. <laughs> Offset did that. Yeah. Yo, (laughs) I cheated cause I miss my grandma. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's a good one. Oh goodness! (laughs) Yeah, I'm gonna say that one just in case I get a nigga and I do something I ain't got no business. I'm like, I be wearing around my neck every day. I miss her. That's why I fucked. While
6: I was smashing, I had her on. Actually, actually, (laughs) ma'am. No, the next man I get, (laughs)
0: the next man I get, I ain't cheating on him. I promise, baby, wherever you are, I'm going to love you down.
6: Are you a cheater? You think you're a cheater? No, I'm not a cheater no more. But in relationships, were you a cheater? I've cheated in relationships before, yeah. I never initiate cheating. That's one thing I don't do. I'm not going to initiate it. And I think... uh I, I can't cheat living with somebody either. Like that shit is wild to me how a motherfucking could leave out the house and go cheating and then come back like ain't nothing happened and no. kiss me in my mouth. I can't do that to anybody either. No that's I, terrible. I, I um I've only lived with one man
0: and I didn't cheat on him. Uh but I cheated on my nigga who lived in California and I was all the way in South Carolina. No, I was in Atlanta and he was in LA. We both was cheating. I
6: don't cheating. think that's cheating. We Yeah, like that's a mutual cheat. We're Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> at this point it's a yeah. mutual cheat yeah <laughs> i definitely cheated on him and can you hear that bell i do hear that y'all tammy got a new dog do you hear this we can't even record no more i'm sorry got that puppy all in the recording she might as well join the
0: team listen bella is my new <laughs> family member y'all and she i almost yeeted that bitch over the side of the balcony y'all i ain't <laughs> been able to get no motherfucking sleep i really feel like a new mom and I'm going to have to take that bell off. I'll take it off before we record next week. So y'all won't hear it next time. <laughs> Yo, it's
6: fucking, she just took the Christmas tree down. Now she got bells in the goddamn house. What is happening? <laughs> Santa Claus in the ghetto. <laughs> y'all look, this week we talking about fuck it. The power of saying fuck it. Listen, I had a fuck it moment this weekend, but... I didn't do it. I didn't take the. I didn't take the high road and say fucking and just ignore a nigga. I had got a random ass text message from an from an ex about some random shit from 2020. And you took the bait. And I took the demon bait. Mm. And I responded gracefully. I was like, you know, our perception and perspective of how our relationship went and what transpired in our relationship. It's obviously different. Was it after? Was Hold on. Was this after you posted your video of you dancing? Absolutely. Oh, what did I tell you? <laughs> what did I tell you, bitch? <laughs> but look, for the, the record, trigger, I don't there, do niggas. nothing for that nigga. I don't do nothing for no nigga. I do shit for the current nigga. I don't do nothing for no previous niggas. niggas. Right, I, but I re- when I Not saw that
0: video, you. you was looking fine. I, said, I was like, oh, niggas is about <laughs> to pop up. Niggas is about to pop up.
6: I'm like, God, what? It's Sunday. Are you well, (laughs) sir? Like, if you you were there happy and fine without me, I hate you. Exactly. (laughs) Let me come in and disrupt some shit. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, before I would be, like, super triggered. I wasn't triggered about it. But I did give him. I fed that thing in him, right, that Mm -hmm. probably just wanted to fuck with me for the day. But I wasn't fucked with, though. So I might be doing a little bit better. Okay. Right? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm like, I hope you're doing well in your current relationship. I hope everything's doing better now because we didn't bring out the best in each other. And I'm okay with that. Are you? (laughs) Can you move on happily at some point? Right. I'm happy. So, I don't know. All right, y'all. More power to you, my nigga. We'll be right back with some more fucking.
0: This is the story of The One.
5: start having sex and then he's very
1: vulnerable so you can kill him easily to die for is available now listen for free on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts
8: i'm tamika d mallory and it's your boy my son the general and we are your host of tmi new year new name new energy but same old (laughs) Oh, oh, oh yeah
3: How'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: Y'all, we back. Okay. And, you know, today I wanted to have a conversation about... It's just fucking life. You know what I'm saying? Because life be life. And like, that's a real famous phrase. I feel like shit since COVID for real. Bruh. Life be life. Life has (laughs) been
0: life is so much lately. If it ain't one thing, it's another. I just feel like it's not enough time to even process one thing before the next thing has come. You know?
6: Mm Mm-hmm. Basically. (sighs) But... I mean there's ways to cope with life, right?
0: But I saw this thing, I saw this meme. It said Life be life in, but God be Godin. It mm-hmm. is true. Like I won't put nothing on you that you can't handle or you shouldn't. Some of that handle. should
6: be having hands, dog. Yeah. It really be having hands.
0: And feet. look well, like all right. <laughs> Tell me one thing like that's going on right now in your life that you're like this too much.
6: Nothing really. Like right now at this moment, nah, nothing I can't handle. Um, I feel like it's a it's, it's when you're single, shit just be going a little bit easier. <laughs> Man, you should. I feel like I, Yes, I feel like I do my best when I'm by my damn self for the most part. It's usually when I'm in a relationship I be feeling like life be lifein' cuz now you're not just having to consider yourself, you got to consider somebody else.
0: You know what, yeah, I think all my uh, things that are really affecting my life is honestly other people's shit. Like, Exactly. I have a friend who's really, really sick uh, with cancer right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, My dad has depression. and He's, you know, trying to get through that. And I just think those things, even though they're not directly my shit, it affects me in such a huge, huge, huge way. And it be making me feel like life be life. And then I feel like I oftentimes I'm extending myself to so many people Mm -hmm. all the time that when I look up like damn I have not even poured into myself at all exactly
6: that's what I'm saying so you got to try to find a way to like transmute all that energy because we know for sure that stress Mm -hmm. causes a lot of illnesses so you got to find some type of way to deal with stress maybe your own Mm -hmm. or some stress that somebody is imposing on you Mm -hmm. somebody else's stress yeah. You got to find a way to like transmute it. So I, you know, I did a lot of research. <laughs> <laughs> See, you did your no big one with this one, you <laughs> You know, we like the uh, the internet, the cell phone is like a whole computer mm-hmm. at your fucking fingertips, right? Mm-hmm. So anything you want to figure out, you could pretty much find it. And this is a book that I have. It's called the uh, the Power of Not Giving a Fuck. I have uh, literally, I've had this tattoo on my finger, on my middle finger, on my right hand since i was probably like i don't know 24 mm-hmm. i was living in atlanta i went to um i went to a um a tattoo house party mm-hmm. and everybody was in there getting all these big dumbass tattoos i literally thought about this tattoo for many years like i'm going to get a uh, apostrophe em on my fucking finger on my middle finger because things i can't control is for real fuck them. Mm-hmm. like you can't let shit fester that you can't control it's the little things that stress me to fuck out yeah. big things i just be like damn i gotta deal with it like it's not going away the longer you wait it's gonna get bigger so handle it today it's little things
0: give an example
6: that stress me out um i can't even think of none because they just be so fucking minuscule like bitch why is you tripping me? <laughs> you know what I, a little a little
0: thing that i can think of that gives me stress Is getting older.
6: That's stressful to you? It has been. The only stressful thing to me about getting older is not being a millionaire yet. I don't give a fuck about getting old. I just wanna enjoy life while I'm living though.
0: Let me tell you something. I did a cartwheel the other day as a (laughs) bet. And this right shoulder, you heard it pop just now? It ain't been the same since my nigga. Like Little shit like that is just getting different. Like, no, I ain't
6: gonna lie. Now I was walking down some steps earlier at my friend's house, and I'm like, "Why the fuck is my knees so hurting, bitch? I was riding dick so crazy earlier last week. That, <laughs> my it, knees so fucking <laughs> hurting. You was putting a frog on top of that dick, now you, now It wasn't even a frog. Bite. It just my knees be like the pressure beating the bed and using that <laughs> nigga chest to do all type of shit. <laughs> Now Told you, y'all I was an equestrian. Yeah, you can't walk up. <laughs> now inside. my knees hurt. Yeah, little shit like that. Just getting over there, yeah. I need to ice my knees, I be bitch. like going to
0: sleep fine and waking up with new shit wrong. How did I hurt myself
6: in my motherfucking sleep? No, like, that's, how that's how you know wrong. you plus 30. Yeah. Because when you just fucking stand up and yeah. break something. something wrong.
0: <laughs> <laughs> when I go drinking, I, like, I be sitting on the top of the couch and party. I still got it. Two days to get back straight.
6: <laughs> two days later. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it take two days. I don't like that. So getting older has been stressful for me that part. And then the fact that I'm, you know, even though my age is really fluid. <laughs> hold your finger up. Fuck them. Um, oh. Fuck them. <laughs> um, I'm not married. I don't have kids. Like, I just feel like some of these things I should have done by this stage in my life and I haven't. Is that, is that what's stressing you out? Dude, that does bring me stress like and i'm still single like i'll be like am eh, I'm outside i'm single i ain't got those problems y'all got and then when i'm sitting at the house at my tray table eating my little meal by myself i be like
6: lord jesus send me somebody please now i do want to be in a relationship i am a relationship prone person <laughs> even if i be doing like some little Shit in between time, but for the most part, I like to be in relationships. I don't really don't like being by myself. I don't like being outside, right? You- but the kids thing, I don't regret not having kids earlier because I was just having a conversation with one of my best friends today, and we were talking about I like kids. I'm like, when you, there's some things you don't see until you get older, right? Mm-hmm. So I feel like I watch parents, I watch people parent all the time, and I'd be like, y'all are terrible. What The fuck. Mm-hmm. Why y'all like? Why you get so aggravated with your kid? Like, I feel like kids. I, the longer you take to have kids, you realize how much of a gift they actually are. Yeah. Like people who could just spit a baby out, they don't recognize that you're uh, not the gift to that kid. That kid is a gift to you.
0: I don't know. I some I know a lot of mothers that are absolutely in love with their kids. Some that's
6: and how old are they? And when summer, did they have most the kid?
0: Summer. Are you talking about like twenty-two year old? Yes. Even the- them. Even like. <laughs> I
6: don't believe in postpartum. I believe that a lot of times women just don't have the support. That's where the stress comes from after having a baby. If you got a man there to rub your back and rub your feet and love on you after you had, I saw a pit bull. The pit bull was laying behind his bitch while she was breastfeeding the kids. And she looked so comfortable and Mm stress-free. That's where I think a postpartum situation manifests when you don't have help. Well, no,
0: you know I have um, I've seen where one of my friends uh, she suffered from postpartum really bad, and she had a huge like huge support system. Like,
6: but was I mean, it from the but, man though?
0: Yeah, it was her man. Mm-hmm. His he had a bunch of sisters, mom, her mom, her sisters. Everybody was you know there to help, and she just did not feel connection to her baby, mm-hmm. and she just and then that made her feel even more sad. Right, I can imagine. Because why do I feel this way? Why do I not so? I don't know, it could, like, what you're saying is probably true, and that does happen sometimes, but there are times that it's just some chemical imbalance within a woman that happens after pregnancy that, I mean, after childbirth that causes this sometimes. You know, I
6: kind of fear that, like, because I know if I had, and this is just being uh, open, completely honest, and um, transparent, so I I don't want to say I have fertility issues, but I don't have any kids, and I have had problems not conceiving, Mm -hmm. but carrying, right? Mm -hmm. So... I think sometimes, like, if I do in vitro, will I feel connected to the baby? Because that's, like, GMO. So, what, what is It's <laughs> AI like, uh, an AI baby. That's an AI baby. all right, what
0: is it? All right, I don't even know exactly what in vitro is. And
6: so it's when you take the sperm mm-hmm. and you fertilize the egg. Now, but that's people, inside your body, though, right? No, so if you can go, so the other process, like, if people um, freeze their eggs and stuff like that, they would do and like but that's out of utero so they would inject the sperm into the
0: and then put it in your body and then
6: insert it and then um transplant it to your your uterus, uterus. yeah mm-hmm. well
0: that doesn't technically count because i mean it's still growing inside you i think once they start growing baby in the incubus body incubator t-
6: why are you out you see what i'm talking about that's a mama outside right now yelling at her fucking kid <laughs> be grateful <laughs> for the babies <laughs>
0: <laughs> she grateful, but that baby, don't you see them in there doing the podcast? Get your ass up! <laughs> get your ass back here!
6: <laughs> they, they they be frustrated with the kids, man. I don't I don't be liking that because kids have half the life life experience of adults. So you can't put them on a pedestal and expect them to, to be better it. than you. Obviously, you want your kids to grow up to be better than you, but, but they got to get you got to give them some grace. Yeah, yeah, I agree there. Yeah, so y'all life be lifing. And the power of fuck it is amazing, Mm -hmm. right? So things you can't control, fuck it, right? So this article I read, um, I took a lot of notes from it um, to try and give people ways to deal with challenging or overwhelming situations while life be fucking Mm lifing. So the first one is take a step back. Pause and give yourself some space to reflect on the situation Assess what specifically is causing you distress or difficulty, and try to gain a broader perspective on the situation. So I know I be—that's hard for me. It's hard for me too, bitch. Because I be on go in, mm-hmm. in my brain. Yeah, me too. So sometimes, if you do take a moment to mm-hmm. just shut the fuck up yep. in your mind, actually, this is we
0: talk back. So I don't know if that's possible for it. But did
6: I not just tell you recently that I'm tired of fucking talking, though? Yeah, you <laughs> like, it's we talk back, but the bitch is tired of talking. I'm tired of it. <laughs> it's stressful. <laughs> That's something I really could work on, is just cause
0: sometimes in hindsight I'll be like, damn, I could have just shut up. I could have just shut up really and it would have just saved me. <laughs> and it would have just saved me so much stress to just not even bother. I
6: always say that. Sometimes it's okay to, to shut the fuck up, mm-hmm. you know. Sometimes it's okay not to say anything. One of my exes dog, he just felt compelled mm-hmm. to just tell people what he thought about them or just just talking shit i'm right. like dog sometimes it's okay to shut the fuck up you like who
0: the fuck are you i have this one friend that he we talk all the time but he just irks i'm like who do fucking? i know this friend no you do <laughs> irks my he probably irked my nerves soul. too <laughs> and sometimes i talk to him just so I can go off
6: on
0: him. because <laughs> you, see, you need somebody know, to go off on I right now? I know quick. he
6: going to say something
0: that's going to take me there.
6: Now, that's feeding the toxic side of you now. Mm-hmm. If you know that you can get that thing and you fed by talking to this person, because me, I'm not talking to them. No, I'm not talking to anybody that causes me anxiety, unnecessary stress. Like, I want to disconnect from your ass immediately.
0: We'll go back and forth <laughs> and argue, and I'll be
6: like... I feel so much better. Now. That is toxic, bitch. What's up wrong with you? <laughs> but do y'all hear this? I just want y'all to take notes. Do y'all hear this? All right? So when you but see... It'll be like great debates. It'll be like great
0: debates. You know you know. i exactly His debates do not
6: about. be great, dog. Like the... And I hope you hear this, nigga, so you can leave us <laughs> alone sometimes. But he will send like posts... Oh, it's raining, y'all. But anyway, he will send posts online with a paragraph attached to it seven o'clock in the morning (laughs) like did you even brush your teeth yet (laughs) and you want to debate me about some shit early in the fucking morning it's to the point i'd be like like okay now don't think just because i say okay that you're right I'm sometimes I'll hit him with that But then sometimes piece.
0: I'll be like You know what You picked the right
6: Motherfucking day for this And i am like Typing With my whole soul I don't like to argue via text Bitch I'm calling <laughs> <laughs> So I don't talk to him on the phone It's just goddamn Instagram mm-hmm. So yeah Like he's definitely stressful But even in those situations If we just take this Take a step back And pause Yes yeah. But you said you take the step forward Because you like that Somet- energy no, sometimes
0: some, Sometimes I'll be ready Like let's go yeah. This is gonna help me release some pent-up stress <laughs> arguing with you about something that affects neither. Trivial. Of
7: yeah. Just
6: stupid shit. The earth is round, motherfucker. Oh, let me hold on. Let me tell y'all about our last argument, me and this nigga. <laughs> he sent me uh an article about um Paternity testing, mm-hmm. right? Did he send oh, you that? yeah, one? he sent me that. Okay, so he sent an ar- article about paternity testing. And, you know, I'm a real-life, matter-of-fact type person. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why I research. I'm going to read. So I don't like, you know, people say all the time I be spreading misinformation. Nah, bitch, you just hadn't seen it mm-hmm. yet, right? So he sent me some shit. And I'm like, I don't like when people throw out data and statistics. Please send me your source. Yeah. Don't just say, oh, a 10% of women ain't shit. Like, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> like, I need the source. So basically it was on paternity, right? Mm-hmm. A girl was saying she knew a guy who worked at a um, paternity uh, clinic or a blood testing site, mm-hmm. and he quit because of the stress of having to counsel couples mm-hmm. after the baby come back, not the guys, right? right? Mm-hmm. And she was basically saying that the guy was like, it's 40% of the time, Is not the man's baby who's getting the paternity test. So my thing to our friend was, this is not 40% of all pregnancies. This is just the people who go get tested because they feel like they need to get tested for this fucking kid. Right. Then, after arguing him and going back and forth about why people should get, I don't disagree that men should get their kids tested. I don't disagree. Should be, look, life be lifing. The only difference between men and women is that we can get pregnant. Right. All right. Right. If men that could get pregnant, they would have a bunch of babies that don't belong to that no. bitch. Okay, baby mama is. <laughs> if I had a dick today, I would get a lot of y'all niggas pregnant and leave.
3: <laughs> no, you would not. <laughs> yes, I would. i would
6: be a daddy, daddy. You would just be a good teach father. A lesson. You <laughs> <laughs> not, you would be a good father. <laughs> but shortly after the damn video, we all off topic, but it's funny. So shortly after the video, I'm looking on Instagram, and here come a post. It's a fucking judge, uh, um, one of them judge shows, it's a black guy on there. Mm-hmm. He done brought a diagram to the motherfucking courts to show how all his kids got this particular eyebrow arch. And he said, he got seven kids. He said, all seven of my kids got this eyebrow arch. That's not my baby. I mean, the court's laughing, the judge laughing at his ass. Mm-hmm. And it's one lady, one baby. And he's like, that baby isn't mine. These seven kids, these my kids. That baby is not my baby. They laughing like the judge going in on his ass. He was Bitch came back from commercial. You are not the father. He
0: was like, it ain't the arch. <laughs> and the I arch said right that to there. old boy.
6: It ain't mine. He knew what his kids look like.
0: I, You know, at this age... I will never be in a situation where I wouldn't know who my father
6: is. Cuz if I don't, if know, I don't you. know, I'm not the what, fuck. I'm what? not about to be embarrassed like. <laughs> what would you
0: do if you asked for paternity?
6: Oh no, I thought you were saying like <laughs> this is like if I actually did some shady shit and in- i'm confused just don't know who my baby daddy is i'm not having the baby is what i'm saying oh. <laughs> Whoa, that's not what i was saying but no what that's not happening At like i'm yeah, not I'm out not, here smashing multiple people without a goddamn condom yeah, first of all
0: right that part and just not
6: outside like that but
0: if i was i just have to be honest with everybody and dap everybody up and think. why you scratch the back
6: of your neck when you said you were outside like that
0: Because my neck was itching. That look like a
6: lie. (laughs) I'm not outside like that. (laughs) I got a
0: glue in and it was itching. I'm sorry. It's not a (laughs) lie. I'm not outside like that right now.
6: Me neither, girl. Mm -hmm. All right, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. Next. (laughs) Practicing self-care. This is one of my favorites. Because I love fucking self-care, okay? Okay. And self-care is never selfish. Um, Engaging in activities that promote your well-being and help you relax. This could include exercising. One of my, mm-hmm. trying to get back in the gym better. Meditating, one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. I meditate when I wake up go and, and go to sleep. Uh, spending time in nature, another favorite. Pursuing hobbies uh, or engaging in activities that bring you joy and fulfillment. So what's some of the things that make you happy? Weed. But outside <laughs> of that, that's one of my favorites. But outside
0: <laughs> of that, I just started uh, sewing. Sewing. Believe it or not. What? On the machine or a sew- by I hand? I bought a sewing machine. I got two of them. And I've been making outdoor pillows mm. for my patio. Nice. And they look so good. I'm so proud. My friend was like, oh, bitch, here you come with a new hobby. Next thing you know, we go going to see her on Instagram <laughs> telling my We Outside Pillows by Tam. This is some <laughs> pillows, babe. Why not? Shit. Yeah, I know, but I, you know what? It's just I like sewing. It's a I, I don't think I would turn it into a business. It's just a, something that I've been enjoying, and I like making my patio look real nice and pretty. It was and pillows right, so, be expensive, so yeah, why you can't just expensive. make your own yeah. shit? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I went to Joanne and bought some fabric, got me a little sewing machine, and it's half the price mm-hmm. doing it that way. But it was uh, 4th of July weekend, and every like I'm outside on my patio, like putting up 4th of
6: July weekend, yeah. Oh, okay. Weekend. Yeah. Yeah, and
0: um, (laughs) not in the future. Right. right? (laughs) And I was like sewing pillows, and it was like live outside. Is motorcycles, horses riding down the street, people on those bikes, that beer bikes and shit. And I was like, damn, I'm washed. That's what I was thinking, because why am I in the house sewing pillows? Because that is
6: fucking fun. Shoot.
0: It was cool or whatever, but it just seemed like, I felt washed in it. You felt like you needed
6: to be doing something else?
0: Yeah, it was all that electricity outside, and I'm in here like somebody motherfucking auntie sewing pillows.
6: (laughs) Maybe because you are someone's auntie? Girl, fuck you. (laughs) Hold your finger up and point it at yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck (laughs) them. Oh, goodness. Let me see some of the things that makes me happy. I like cooking. I like cooking, and then I like serving people the food, and I'll stand there. And watch you eat it? <laughs> the whole thing. Y'all, when I was at her house, she made this
0: omelet, which was really good. What was like, in it? Tell me. It was like uh,
6: <laughs> salmon, some. Uh, it's no salmon. Crawfish, it was blue crab meat. Cra-
0: okay. T- you tell scallops.
6: And shrimp, okay? Fully loaded, okay? It was so three good. eggs, sweet peppers, sweet onions, nicely seasoned. Listen, you can't get this at a restaurant. But it was just like kind of weird because I'm eating.
0: I keep feeling like uh, someone burning a hole in the side of my motherfucking head. I'm like, you straight? Yeah, I'm good. And then look right back at me, watch me eat the whole thing. So that makes you feel
6: good when people enjoy your food? Yes. I like people to tell me my food tastes good. That's one of the things that make me happy. So just cooking a good meal, eating good, and serving. That's the things That's. Those are the things that make me happy outside of like money and
0: mm-hmm. family
6: and weed. I think it's <laughs> right. Dick and weed. <laughs> I don't just do weed by itself. It has to come with the dick.
0: <laughs> really? No, I would be yes. like, I was in there. With, I don't like just being I high. I was in there with the joint in my mouth like this. <laughs> showing. showing, <laughs>
6: <laughs> showing. <laughs> <Straight> foolishness, dog. <laughs> yeah, just like that. <laughs> saw my pillows. Like- Look, but if you're having a tough time and you can't, you, you feel like you can't find the things that, Usually made you happy or aren't making you happy. Find the emotion. next thing is seek support. All right? So reach out to trusted friends, excuse me. family members, or, or support network for assistance and guidance. Sometimes sharing your thoughts and feelings with others can provide valuable insights or emotional support.
0: Yeah, I agree. You got to find your village. Um, I told you about my friend who um, just got diagnosed with breast cancer. And, um, excuse me, um, she, look y'all... She found out that uh, she had cancer in her lungs, in her sternum, and mm, her uh, liver on her birthday. That is wild. That is that wild. is life, That's, lifeing. Yeah, that in is life, and On your birthday, you get this news and. We just rallied around her, and we all cried together. We sang together. We did. Mm -hmm. We partied, you know, that for her. Because we still was like, we still celebrating your birthday. Yeah. You know, and at first she wasn't into it, but then she got into it. And we had such a good time, and she had a good time. And I think, you know, just us rallying around her like that made a huge impact on her, at least her birthday. You know, I know Mm -hmm. it's still going to be a long road for her to, you know, get healed, but...
6: um, Mentally and physically.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. she was, you know, she called me this morning and was saying, like, they asked her about her village, and she was like, I'm just so blessed to have these people around me because they really are helping me feel better. Right. So having that support group
6: is very, very important. Yeah. So, any, you know, that's what I was saying about just discarding people that give you some just stress. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, you, the people at, at our age, at this big age, right, mm-hmm. The people that you allow in your space should be the people that put a smile on your face every time you see them. Yeah. Every time you see them, it should be good times. Well,
0: I can't really say that every time I see the people I love, they put a smile on my face. Because some, sometimes y'all get on my nerves. You know, like. Who are you talking to? who talking (laughs) back
6: Jordan you gonna let Tammy talk about you like that (laughs) no fuck bitch look first of all anytime I've gotten on your nerve you've gotten on my nerve so we've Equally yeah, got on each other's nerves, that's so I'm, I'm not getting on your nerve right now. So why are you even talking I'm about listen, it?
0: Listen, what I'm saying. Did I get on is, your nerves listen. this time? Did I do
6: anything to you this time? No, what I'm you saying you didn't do is, nothing to me this time. What
0: I'm saying is, <laughs> sometimes the people that you love <laughs> is not always a smiling situation, and that's okay because that's normal.
6: Well, I won't say love because to me, like we talked about unconditional love in another episode. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like love and liking are two different things mm-hmm. because I can like you. I don't think that you can like a person and not love them, but you can definitely love a person and not like them. Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely. So liking is fluctuating and fleeting mm-hmm. oftentimes. Yeah. You know, I but agree. the love is 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 still there. Right. But it's liking. So when I said what I mean is the people that you fucking like. Yeah. Dog, it's certain people when I see them like I know it's going to be a good day. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like that person when you are going through some shit um as soon as you you know see them, mm-hmm. you cry. That's mm-hmm. your people. Yeah, that's your people. Yeah. But y'all, we gonna take a break right quick. When you drive a vehicle so reliable,
5: it's backed by a ten year, one hundred thousand mile limited warranty. You stop thinking about what you can't do, and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and five-year,
2: 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in LA. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip.
3: Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: All right, y'all. So we're back and let's get back to uh, how we deal with life, Okay some 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 things you can do some practices um so practice resilience okay understand that setbacks and difficult times are part of life life be in, right cultivate resilience by maintaining a positive mindset focusing on solutions rather than problems and learning from past experiences
0: i feel like uh, practicing resilience is like embedded in black people Mm -hmm. yeah I think that one is just one that we just do naturally. Look,
6: we're going we gonna to see when this economy really crash, we're going to be standing because, you know, them people can't live without resources. We yeah. can.
0: <laughs> I was talking to one of my uh, guy friends. Uh, he came to help me put up this table that I bought for my patio. Y'all, yeah, my patio about to be fire. I'm just saying that. <laughs> but um, he came to put it up, and I was like, slowly as I was cutting fabric to make another pillow, I was like, slowly but surely I'm turning it into my grandmother. I was like, next thing you know, I'm going to be preserving uh, fruits and vegetables I mean, As you like, should be preserving fruits, and he in his twenties preserving fruits and vegetables. Why you just can't buy more fruits and vegetables?
6: Because it ain't the same.
0: I was like, it's different, and I was like, what if there are no more? What if they run out? Now you have jars and jars of stuff on right. reserve there. Mm-hmm. So he's like, what if they <laughs> run out of vegetables? The grocery store
6: always got a Do they? Because uh did he not see what the fuck was happening during COVID?
0: Right. Like they was like, intentionally
6: fucking with the food supply. Yeah. Yeah, like one day I went to the grocery store and there was no butter. Mm-hmm. The next day it was like three or four packs up there. Where y'all find three or four packs of butter at? Right. Who y'all playing with? Bring that motherfucking butter out the back. Out the
0: back. <laughs> and start playing with it. Yes.
6: Them. Yeah, but- so yeah, black people definitely... I think mm -hmm. we're resilient. We have lower. um, Anytime I hear about a black person committing suicide, it's like very shocking to me. Mm -hmm. Like, Dad, what the fuck was happening that you had to get up out of here? You know what I'm saying? Like, because that's just not, especially a black woman, Mm -hmm. it's just not like something we We do. We
0: definitely are just the most resilient people on the planet, I feel like, Mm -hmm. for sure. But in, in the event that you don't feel resilient, this is something you can do by. Start maintaining a positive mindset, which is hard when you're going through stuff. That's mm-hmm. why that village is always good because they'll help you get out of that.
6: What was the other one? Focusing on uh solutions rather than the problems. Okay, that's my my problem. Oh yeah. All right, so I am solution driven when it comes to like business and shit like that. But just regular fucking life shit is like I be wanting to I be needing to know the why. Why the fuck did you say that? Why the fuck did you do that? That's when I can't focus on the goddamn solution. solution. I'm focusing on a problem because I just don't even understand why there was a problem. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out why that even happened. You know why? That's my problem. Just what dealing with you know people and relationships and stuff like that. Like why was that but,
0: even? But a is thing? the why important?
6: It is to me, right? Mm-hmm. It is to me because I don't go out of my way to like fuck with people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So anytime it's done to me, I'm like, man, what the hell? So like when, any, when you're in a relationship and this is what I learned once in couples therapy, you know, they always like to say, you know, you f- make the problem mm-hmm. the enemy and not each other, right? right? But it's very hard because it's also like one of those things where people say, um, every other people the problem no <laughs> yeah, right <laughs> uh, other people are not responsible for your happiness but mm-hmm. if somebody can make you sad, they can also make you happy right. and I feel like they're confusing peace with happiness. Mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying people should be responsible for your peace right? why are you no, give, putting me in an unpeace no dog if you come in the house every day and you cause a fucking chaos and and taking a peaceful place and make it into a chaotic place, that is a problem. Then you need
0: to remove them from your
6: space. Right, absolutely. Yeah. Right, but in the in the midst of it, mm-hmm. you're in chaos. You, I mean, until you do but remove so, yourself.
0: So then the question would be like,
6: who's the fuck? What's the problem? What is
0: the problem? So we can attack that. Not why are you causing chaos here? What is the problem? Some that's people are just
6: chaotic. That's just some people's genetic makeup.
0: And then they just have to go.
6: Yeah, that's just some people. You While you're trying to figure out, that's why I don't really believe in couples therapy. I believe that people should have individual therapy, mm-hmm. right? Because once you're in a better, healed place, you'll then attract that. If you're still attracting a bunch of toxic toxic people and toxicity and toxic situations, mm-hmm. that be, that's because it still lives in you. right? You know what I'm saying? Well,
0: couples therapy is necessary because... Even if you, like, feel fully healed and this person feels fully healed in themselves, for whatever reason, your healed self and their healed self is button heads. You have to sometimes need help figuring that out. I
6: don't know, man. I feel like that's where communication comes in at. Right. So if you get to a place to where you're healed and you have also a healed person. And when I talk, we talk about healing all the time. Maybe that's a whole nother episode because I know that right now I'm in Charleston to heal from my childhood traumas Mm -hmm. in a real fucking way. And shit has just been slapping me in my damn face.
0: But do you feel like it's working?
6: Absolutely, because Mm -hmm. now I can pinpoint things Mm -hmm. and I can course correct myself. Now, do I need a therapist to do that? I feel like I've been I've been in therapy all this fucking time. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I don't feel like um, getting into a... a... Wait, wait, I don't fuck around my brain to skip, bitch. Skip the whole beat. You said... No, we was talking about therapy. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying I don't need therapy with another person. Mm-hmm. Like oftentimes, if, if we are good, we should be able to communicate. That's what I was talking about. Communication. We should be able to talk about we things. We should be. Mm-hmm. But
0: oftentimes, people have trouble communicating their feelings. Especially with someone that they
6: love. It's- that's where self-awareness comes in. I feel like a lot of people aren't honest with themselves. So then you can't be honest with nobody else if you can't even look at yourself in the mirror.
0: But maybe that's not what it is. Like, sometimes we, like, have trouble expressing ourselves with people that we love. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, I'm, what I'm trying to convey is not being received. Or Mm -hmm. what you're trying to convey is not being received to that person. And there's a a mediator that can come in and help y'all. Because y'all might be saying the same fucking thing.
6: I think a lot of times people be saying the same shit. Yeah, A lot of times you're saying the same same shit. But I think that um, respect also Mm -hmm. plays a big part in it. If you don't respect the person you're talking to, you're not going to hear them. But I do believe that your people hear you differently. I believe that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I could say the same thing to... Ten different people, and they hear me Mm -hmm. different from who I have the issue with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't know. Therapy is a good thing. Seek professional help. Seek professional help. (laughs) Seek professional help. You got to get a good therapist. Even those relationships, dog, you got to really have some discernment. Because they're not really in the business of healing, okay? Because they need to get that check. So
0: sometimes they are, but sometimes you have someone that's like, no offense to people who are fresh out of school, but they're just kind of like. I find, like, the therapists that I went to that are, like, new therapists, mm-hmm. they're just giving me some shit out of a textbook. Yes. And they haven't had the real life experiences I need to help me. Mm-hmm. So, that, like, I was like, girl, what the fuck is this exercise? <laughs> and she just had me unpacking my shit, sitting it on the table, and then she was like,
6: whoop. That looks like it's our time. We'll see you next time. (laughs) Bitch, I take cash out. Uh, (laughs) Bitch, I'm about to go jump off a cliff, bitch. Right. You just had me unpack all this shit. We left it on the table.
0: Right. I'm sitting here, my eight-year-old self right now, and Mm. she can't drive home. So you need to help me with something. (laughs) You better come up with something else. (laughs) Bitch, take
6: me home at least. (laughs) You know, I remember going to therapy with my mom as a teenager, Mm -hmm. and it was a young white girl, probably just out of school, Mm -hmm. right? She had her little office right by the house and um we're talking my mom's crying i'm like i'm going through it as a teenager right mm-hmm. and i think sometimes parents forget that kids are human too like they have bad days Right, mm-hmm. Some days they don't feel like going to school, just like you don't feel like going to work. Mm-hmm. It's all type of shit, but you forget like you were never a fucking kid. Right. So now we're going through all type of shit. We're going through therapy because we just really bumping heads. Mm-hmm. And I remember my mom telling my ass when I was like 14. She was like, you're going to be out of here by the time you turn 15. And bitch, I was the fuck up out of there. She put me out. but Because mm-hmm. <laughs> we just alike for yeah. the most part. You know what I'm saying? Not just. There's a lot of things now as an adult. We I see who you are now as an mm-hmm. adult. But anyway this therapist i felt so terrible for her and i'm sitting there my 14 15 year old self and my mom is just going off on her and telling her how she don't know how it is cuz she don't have kids of her own and above reproach mm-hmm. what do you do with a client like that like mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like they they like, she wasn't equipped here? and all even she could do is look at me like cuz i'm telling you i can't talk to my mama.
0: And she's like, bitch! I can't talk
6: to you. Either. <laughs> See exactly what the hell I'm saying. I'm about saying. to sit on the couch next to you. <laughs> we gonna bring in, we gonna bring in my my, my peer because this ain't working. All us need therapy at this point, girl. Black mamas, man. Oh goodness, that's funny. It's <laughs> that <is> true. <laughs> but listen, so like I said, another way of dealing with life and life, lifing is saying fuck it. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. So now the concept of not giving a fuck is not often associated with the idea of not being overly concerned about the opinions and judgments of others. I mean, see, that's what it's about. Just mm-hmm. not being overly concerned about the shit, right? Mm-hmm. It's not. A, it's about prioritizing your own values, desires, and well-being over the external validation and expectations imposed imposed by society. Here are a few aspects that highlight the power of not mm-hmm. giving a fuck. All right, so the first one is authenticity. Mm -hmm. And see, that's what I was talking about, that self-awareness. It takes some time to become self-aware. A lot of people aren't self-aware until they're like, I don't know, 50 or Mm -hmm. plus. You know what I'm saying? So, And it's a journey, but it does have an end. It stops.
0: I remember um, when I was working at Ulta, it was this uh, girl that was working there with me. And uh, if I could see her now, I would apologize to her for how I treated her at the time. (laughs) She used to wear one blue eyebrow and one red eyebrow. And I used to be like, get the fuck out of here, Harley Quinn, that looking ass bitch. Like I used to just like <laughs> like that's ugly. Like I used to be mean to her.
6: That's terrible.
0: I wouldn't be I wouldn't be like, get the fuck out of here, Harley Quinn. But that's what I'd be thinking in my head. And I was like, that's not gonna catch. But obviously she wasn't doing it for her, to catch, for people to just for her. It was like fetch, nobody's gonna say fetch. That was me. I was a mean girl. But she did it because it made her feel pretty. It made her feel mm-hmm. authentic. It made her feel like an individual. It was her thing. And here here was I like, girl, what is that? Be like everybody else, bitch. Blue ass eyebrow, bitch. You ain't even got on no blue or no red. Like, that, <laughs> that was me. So I, wherever you are, girl, I'm sorry. I hope you're still doing your was, thing Because even if those
6: things were in your head, I'm pretty sure they manifested in your face when in, you saw her. In
0: my face and how I would like <laughs> talk to her like, with the Nike check lip, <laughs> 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 like so I apologize, girl. You were being your authentic self, and who am I to tell you that there's anything wrong with that? So, all my right, apologies.
6: <laughs> so this uh, authenticity, uh, again, that goes back to being a self, being self aware, knowing who you are, mm-hmm. being yourself. Now, you know, we had this episode where we were arguing on, right? And a lot of people on online kept saying stuff like, "No, everybody don't think like you. I am the same person." On this fucking podcast that I'm I am in real life, and some people was like, I didn't want to see those personalities. I'm not a personality. Mm -hmm. I am me Mm -hmm. through and through every single day. You're gonna you gonna get the same fucking person. So the wrath of me looks like that. That's just what it looks like. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not here to put on a persona to uh, to to for the world, right? I me worked neither. a corporate job for a very long time, right? Where, you know, I'm a black girl. And when I walk in the office, it's like, here comes trouble. I've always been me, even in a fucking boardroom. Mm-hmm. I've never not been me. So, and now I get to actually make money being myself. That yeah, is fucking... That's awesome. Yeah, right, that's so y'all awesome. mad. <laughs> 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 Shit. Because that, that, like, this is the ultimate flex for me.
0: So, here's the thing. I'm... Sometimes I feel like I shouldn't be so much of me all the time. Like, no, it's fuck okay. that. Sometimes it's okay to like,
6: no, man, slow it down a bit. Mm-mm.
0: Like when, like when y'all before we started filming, I put my mouth around this
6: whole thing to see if I could do it.
0: I didn't have to do that in front of y'all. That was inappropriate. It was
6: not inappropriate. That's who you are. Don't apologize for it. Mm-mm. Don't apologize Sometimes for okay it. It's
0: okay to save stuff, uh, you know, later.
6: You know, I think that. A lot of us, and if you, any of you have ever read the book, The Four Agreements, mm-hmm. it talks about like childhood, right? And and healing the childhood traumas and the things that adults do to childhoods. Adults are dream killers. That's what I'm learning in Charleston. Mm-hmm. Adults are dream killers. And I'm a fucking kid, a big one. And mm-hmm, I don't plan too. on growing up no time soon. And I feel like when adults be lifing, mm-hmm. right? And you got to pay bills and you got to do all these things and you got the kids, you're always telling them to sit down, shut up, You are stripping them of their soul. You are stripping them of their essence Mm -hmm. and who they are because now you're not, you're trying to like make them into you. You want them to dress like you, act like you, sit like you. No, man, I'm not doing that to my fucking kid. So if you wanna be in the line at fucking Harris Teeter and you wanna press all the buttons on them people's shit, I'm gonna let you. (laughs) I'm gonna let you run through this motherfucker because one thing about it, white people let their kids explore. Black people be like, sit down and shut up. And that's that really and don't shows dirty up. Your clothes. Yes. That shit shows up mm-hmm. in us as adults. You know what I'm saying? While meanwhile, our our white counterparts, they are out conquering the world because they were never they were never limited as children mm-hmm. to what they can do. I don't
0: know. I don't I don't know what goes on in white households, honestly. So I can't. Girl, we see anything. them out. We be wanting
6: to beat their kids in public. Yeah. Okay. Let well, that stuff be like,
0: because right, right, there's a fine line between letting your kids have their own identity and then just letting, letting them, them be just bad be and a disturb wild other people, and disturb other people and hit you with a cart in the grocery store. I, I wanted to backhand this white baby so bad, like, <laughs> bitch, you better get this little motherfucker because I'm gonna slap you first and then him. <laughs> Hit
6: me in my leg one more time. I Shit, Miss like, <laughs> uh, Helen. Y'all, um, let's <laughs> just this. I can't even talk. No, Miss Helen. Self confidence, y'all. That's next. Yeah. Not giving a fuck can boost your self confidence when you detach your self worth from external validation. You become more self assured and secure in your own identity. You rely less on others' opinions to define your worth, which can lead to a greater sense of self acceptance and empowerment. Yep. Fuck them people. Fuck. fuck that job. Fuck them. Fuck them bills. I mean a little media bit. media has
0: like really fucked up mm-hmm. people when it comes to self confidence because especially young girls mm-hmm. because they're always comparing themselves to others. Like it's in constant comparison. Yep. And comparison is what is the what did I say? Comparison it's, it's a dream killer.
6: Like, yeah. Yeah. So now I'm hearing on. Uh, I listen to a lot of conservative radio, right? Because mm-hmm. I've been needing to know what these white people are up to, and. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, they, they have class action lawsuits against these different social media platforms. Listen, these things, mm-hmm. right? Having self identity issues, insecurities, depression, all of these things. These platforms know that their product causes these things, especially in impressionable young people. Mm-hmm. So now you can sue. Well, <laughs> it's a real thing. I so, can
0: believe that. I can believe that. You know, that. do
6: things. Get your hair done for black women. Like, get your hair done, bitch. That that should make you feel good right, right. then, automatic. Right away,
0: as soon as you leave, I know that's one of the things I love about doing hair. Is when a woman leaves feeling beautiful, mm-hmm. you can see the difference when they come in and when they leave. Exactly. No matter mm-hmm. what you're going through, like, yeah.
6: I keep telling my mom, go get your hair done. You' around here sad and shit. Like that could fix a lot of shit in two hours. Right. Go Just get your cool damn hair done. You feel good. Um, focusing on what matters that's the next one right so by not giving a fuck about trivial matters since that's me i dwell on low shit um or other people's opinions you can direct your energy toward what truly matters to you you can concentrate on your goals your passions personal growth instead of being preoccupied with pleasing others or conforming to societal expectations or cussing
0: some motherfuckers out see the other day (laughs) this girl sent me some slick shit right about some nigga that I don't even fuck with, right? And old me would have cussed her the fuck out, right? right? But new me just blocked her instantly. Cause it's girl, a block like, I'm party. I'm not gonna argue with you. And it was the same day that I, you know, my friend told me all the news about mm. her health. And, and it just made me realize, like, so much what matter. And, like, this girl and arguing with her, just what do that do for me? I don't even, you know, deal with this nigga. That's. I just I feel get. like that day
6: you was a little busy. Cause <laughs> <laughs> Any other night You be arguing Going I back and busy. forth
0: <laughs> I was busy But I just wasn't ready I just didn't, wasn't like Like really honestly having Someone that I love Going through this mm-hmm. Cancer the way It just really Really put things in perspective For me in a new way Because Some shit just ain't Don't matter like Right That shit really don't matter Arguing with this girl about I don't even fuck with the niggas she mad about. Right. So it's like, get. Bye, bitch.
6: Bye, bye little bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Emotional freedom. Not being overly concerned about what others' uh, opinions of you are can liberate you from the fear of judgment and rejection. It allows you to let go of unnecessary stress, anxiety, and self-doubt, leading to a greater sense of emotional well-being and freedom. Listen, I don't give a fuck. For real. I don't give a fuck. Like for, especially if you are not somebody that I fucking know, like and love.
0: So all right, emotional <laughs> freedom. I'm trying mm-hmm. to understand what that means because Not
6: being overly concerned about others' opinions of you. Oh, okay. That's mm-hmm. that's
0: fine. So what's the difference between that nothing, and nothing. Nothing. Okay.
6: <laughs> okay. like moving on to the next one is the same shit <laughs> setting boundaries <laughs> when you embrace the power of not giving a fuck you become better at setting healthy boundaries and relationships you prioritize your own needs and values which can help you establish clear boundaries with others and protect your emotional well-being mm-hmm. yes get get the get back stop that shit as soon as you see it
0: that's something i'm just now starting to get better at is mm-hmm. creating boundaries and it's not with people like, because it's easy to create a boundary with people you barely know. Mm-hmm. But it's the boundaries with people that I'm close to that right. I'm learning how to create now, better. And learning that no is a complete sentence. Period. No. Period. Period. So, did you uh, watch that new episode of Black Mirror? Like moving right along, cause right? No, that's it. Mm-hmm. You know,
6: so absolutely, I like no. Mm -hmm. complete statement yes Mm -hmm. resilience not giving a fuck can make you more resilient in the face of adversity it helps you develop a stronger sense of self enabling you to bounce back from setbacks criticisms and failures you become less affected by external negativity and more uh capable of navigating challenges with resilience and determination. i feel like we talked
0: about resilience
6: absolutely Okay. You <laughs> talked about resilience when life be lyfing. Okay. Right. But so now still we're talking to you
0: about like resilience as in in terms same of fucking. not giving a fuck.
6: Yes. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. This is great though. I needed some of these things. I'm actually going to go back over them right quick. Uh, boundary setting. Mm, I don't have a problem setting boundaries, man. Mm-hmm. I don't.
0: I I will overextend myself, and I will look up and I'll be like. I got so much of my own shit to do. Why am I here right now doing this? I just, I'm doing too much. I
6: used to be like that, right? When I realized when people don't come through for you, how you come through for them, mm-hmm. that complete statement, no, it's easy. Because I, what I don't want is to do something for you and then be complaining about it after I already did it or while I'm doing it. So just say no if you feel like you're going to be bothered, if you don't have the time or you're tired. Like, you, should, you could say no. That's the thing. I be feeling like... Um, because I, I feel
0: like in the event that these people do need me, I, they will be there, right? I mean, you need when them. I need them, they will be there. But it's just so many motherfuckers that need something at the same time that makes me feel exhausted, you know?
6: Yes, and then also I think that if you are a person who always says yes, people take advantage. They're going to come to you every single fucking time. Yeah. Every time. Like, you don't got nobody else you can depend on?
0: No, they, they come to me to about everything but money i'm your last resort when you need some cash friend don't come to me for that did you
6: call your mama did you talk to your father did you did you talk to the nigga who dick you sucking the church (laughs) did you go to the church no first and foremost the nigga you fucking go to him first yeah absolutely (laughs) he owe you shit bitch you should have <laughs> sent that nigga invoice already ben that's really why you mad because you've given all that free pussy you ain't got no boundaries on that pussy <laughs> anyway <laughs> y'all i love this uh this episode yeah because life really has
0: helpful. been life and life has been life for everyone and i think it's important to be i didn't they didn't say nothing about this in the list but Be kind to people. You don't know what people are going through. Exactly. And you could be the one person that can help somebody get through something or make shit just that much worse for them. Mm -hmm. So just be kind to people, man.
6: Even when you calling customer service, dog, don't be fucking them people day up while you at work. Right, like, just mean <laughs> and nasty, cause your
0: Verizon, your phone about to get cut off. That's not that lady' fault.
6: And you want that thirty dollar fee reverse? No, bitch. Bye, <laughs> <laughs> bitch. When I if I were to own, uh, own like a big company like that, like you're gonna get the service that you give. Mm-hmm. So if you call my people talking that shit, they have the right.
0: There's no customer service face.
6: over here, bitch.
0: So hang up in your face or people who are mean to. Um, People who work in the service. Yes. Oh, I do not like, if you're one of the people who are nasty to servers and at a restaurant, I do not want to go out and eat with you. Like, girl, like, what is your problem? am Why leaving. are you talking to this lady all condescending and shit? I'm leaving. Yeah. Fuck wrong with you, bitch. I had this girl.
6: I went out one time with my homegirl and her friend, and we were at Cheesecake Factory, I think. Mm-hmm. And she, they put, like, little shrimp on her pasta and said, like, the jumbo shrimp. She was like, I can't eat these. These, these little shrimp, they, they scare me. <laughs> just they just disgusting they scare me i'm like yo i'm about to can i can i please get my fucking food to go
0: please because who <laughs> wants to put up with that but hey. i used to date a guy who would not let me send my food back and that used to piss me off he would be like you're not even paying for it so don't send it back
6: you just order something else just eat it no
0: nigga He would be like just eat what you ordered. it's okay you don't have to send it back it's rude Man, I don't like it. I just can I order something and I pay for it myself, nigga. Like, just eat what you order.
6: No, nigga, if it doesn't taste good, I'm not eating it. Now. That's he how he
0: was. He literally Look, in my last
6: relationship, I swear I used to be forcing myself to eat some nasty shit this nigga beat on cooking. and he forcing the kids to eat. So I'm like at the table, like, but the cry just like them. <laughs> <laughs> like, man, I don't like this. One day he put like red onions and spaghetti. Like that shit was overbearing. Like, why would you put red onions? And spaghetti, and spaghetti. Like, are you dumb? You seen that done before?
0: <laughs> no, that's like that video of that girl is the man and the woman. She's like, I cook for you. And she was making spaghetti, but she used taco season on the meat. And he was like... It's taco,
6: right? (laughs) It's taco spaghetti, nigga. What's wrong with you? You better eat that shit. You big (laughs) dumbass. I'll flip this table over. I'm not eating this shit. And I'm slam dunking. Everybody, plate. Give me that plate. It got to a point. I'm like, nah, we ain't eating that. Give me that plate. Yeah. Throw that shit right in the trash in this nigga face. (laughs) All right, y'all. Listen, this was a great episode, Tam. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you enjoyed it. Tune in every Thursday on the iHeartRadio app or wherever the fuck you get your podcast at. This is your co-host AJ Holiday Two on the Instagrams. Y'all holla at me now if you won't get on.
0: Y'all it's official Tam Bam. I love y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. Remember to speak now.
6: And never hold your peace.